911, what's the nature of your emergency? Welcome back to the Tactical Living Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Walton. And in today's episode, we're going to talk about why it's very possible that you do not learn quite as well as you think you do. So just sit back, relax, and enjoy today's content. A few years ago, somebody introduced me to the content of somebody named Jim Quick. This man is brilliant, and the very first exposure that I had to him, he's one of those people, I'm sure that you've seen them before, where they can go up on stage and there might be 100 people sitting in the audience, and he will go down the list of 100 of them and he will memorize all of their names and then go back and repeat it in reverse. He is somebody that you just look at and you're like, man, how the heck can somebody be that brilliant? How do they have a memory like that? And he actually, he has an amazing story. He was cognitively challenged growing up, and he always thought that that impairment, it was an impediment for him to be able to further himself and to learn and to be able to develop himself into the type of adult that he always wanted to be. But he started to to ask himself, what are some other ways that I can learn things that are as simple as reading? We take that for granted. And to make his very long story short, he was able to learn better ways of how we go about doing things on a daily basis, but he learned how to optimize them. And he learned how to create these certain tools and structures around like reading, for example. And he has a lot of different memorization hacks and and reading hacks. And this isn't like something like speed reading, a lot of different speed reading courses, if you've ever been exposed to them, they'll try to make you get through the content as quick as possible, but they don't necessarily focus on the comprehension aspect of things, which means that a lot is omitted. But with him, he takes you through this process, and I've actually paid money to be in his courses before, and he was able to improve my reading speed from like 350 words per minute to almost 800 words per minute. That's insane. And it didn't take long at all. Um, Every day of doing his course and just making sure that I had a book in my hand daily, it probably took less than 30 minutes every day for a couple of weeks for me to be able to improve my reading. And it was a skill that I, it just blew my mind how there are simple tricks that we can use that allow us to be able to improve such a vital skill in our lives. And it's unfortunate because when we're young, we learn the basis of how to read. But and then that's it, right? Like, okay, move on to the next subject. But we're never taught how to improve and to optimize these skills. And that's why I love him so much. And I was listening to one of his older podcasts. I've heard it before and I had forgotten about it. So I I revisited it. And in this episode, he's talking about an acronym for us to be able to make sure that we're better learners. And he tells us to focus on one subject that we want to make sure that we can hone in on and master and not a subject like I'm going to be a doctor, but it would be more of a subject of, he uses the example of martial arts, or um, let's say that you're learning how to become a real estate agent and you want to learn all of the different tools and all of the different terms that are needed in order for you to, to pass the state test. So he tells you to focus on one particular area and then he uses an acronym and I'm going to go over with it with you because it's really brilliant and it's FAST, F-A-S-T. And the first thing that he tells us to do is, let's, I'm going to use that example as real estate, is he tells us to forget, forget everything that we think we know because what happens is when we go in to learn a particular subject and we think we already know everything that we need to know about it, 
our minds are not open enough for us to be able to absorb any of the new content that comes along. And maybe you've sat in different training classes and it's a training class that you've been through several times and you don't think that you should have to be there and, you know, you zone out, right? And I get it. I've been there before. You start doodling, maybe you start playing with your phone and you think that you know it all. So what happens is you're not able to pick up on maybe some of the new updates or some of the changes that have taken place. So it's a really great tool because he tells us to forget and um, it allows us to, to focus and when we forget, we're also able to make sure that we're not multitasking. Our brains are not designed, no matter how brilliant you think you are as a multitasker, you are never multitasking because our brains are not designed to be able to operate in that way. So when we forget what we know about a particular subject, then we're able to really hone in like it's the first time that we've ever been exposed to this. And later that allows us to be able to take in some of the content that's being taught to us. And the second letter in the acronym FAST is ACTIVE. And he says that your brain, think about the model when we were younger, and I'm pretty sure that it's still the same today, where you go into a classroom, you're sitting down, the the teacher, the instructor, the professor, whoever it is, they're teaching on a particular topic. And a lot of the times it's like rinse and repeat, right? So they'll do something. A lot of the times we have to mimic it. And when we mimic it, we're asked to just keep our head down and to be quiet and to fill out this packet or whatever it is that we're being asked to do. And we're not asked to engage for the most part. Most of our classroom days are not something where we're grouped in, you know, with other people. Sure, some subject and some subjects and some topics we are, but for the most part, it's a very independent learning process. And he talks about how how poorly structured our educational system is because of that, because our brains are actually we need to be able to create in order for us to be able to learn and to be able to learn things on a long-term scale. So what he says is when we're consuming content, when we're learning something, we need to make sure that we're engaging. We need to make sure that we're taking notes. We need to make sure that we're asking questions. And when we're actually there, like in the moment, fully engaged and engulfed in everything that's going on, we're able to better learn the concepts and the material. And I think that's a great thing to point out because A lot of the times we don't do those sorts of things if it's not something that we're interested in. But when we allow ourselves to forget and just play dumb for a moment, even if you have to, and to soak in the information, you'll start to realize like, wow, there are some things that I had never been privy to before. And then naturally you'll start to want to engage more, to take notes on things, to ask questions, maybe to be that class clown, like to be somebody who's actually in it to win it. And the next letter is S. S is for state. And when he talks about state in the acronym FAST, what he's talking about is our state of mind, our mood, or how we're feeling in a particular moment. And I love that he said this. says this. He says, info and emotion is what creates long-term memory. So information and emotion is what creates long-term memory. And a lot of the times, if you have a really good teacher, they'll provoke this by introducing different stories and concepts into whatever it is that they're teaching. And they do that because our brains are designed to be able to tap into emotion, to be able to create our own personal correlations, our own personal past experiences that in some way relate to whatever it is that's being taught and told. I recently did a 20-hour training where the instructor was so good at pulling these random ass stories out of her pocket. And she's been doing this for so long. You could tell that she has these stories in her back pocket to be able to use because she knows that it's an, an ideal way to be able to teach the content. So if we're sluggish and 
Maybe we're tired. Think about those days back in school where we get up way too early and maybe we weren't prepared emotionally for the day. And we show up in this state of just not wanting to be there. Well, what happens is that we're not able to take in this content because we're not emotionally engaged. All we were doing is like we're thinking about all these other things. We, we don't want to ask questions. We don't want to go back to the active or to the forgetful state because all we want to do is maybe sleep. But when we change our mood, we even change our stance. Sometimes we change our breathing pattern. Even sitting up and changing the way that you're seated inside of your chair can have a major impact on the way that you're able to take in different material and to actually soak it in and to, to remember what it is that you were just taught. And the last, and I know that this is the most important concept, and it's something that I have certainly made sure that I've tried to do almost every time I learned something new for the past few years, is to teach it. Just like I'm teaching you right now. These are concepts that I know that I visited this not only when I paid for my paid training with Jim Quick, but I've also heard him talk about this fast formula in his podcast, but I didn't teach it to somebody. I'm sure at one point I took notes on it, but I most certainly didn't relay this information to somebody else in the way that I'm doing right now. Now, why am I doing that? I'm doing that because by me teaching you, and he, Jim Quick says this too, you get to learn twice. So I'm teaching you in a way to where not only is it giving you the information, but it's also reinstilling the information within myself so that I can probably memorize the acronym FAST pretty well now going forward. This is the third exposure that I've had to it. This is the first time that I've taught it. I have notes that I've taken, at least in the past, but I have notes sitting right in front of me as well. And another thing that he made mention of, especially because he had a a mental impairment that did prevent him, or at least he thought, from being able to be a normal operating human being. And he says that if you fight for your limitations... You get to keep them. Now, what does he mean by that? If you fight for your limitations, you get to keep them. What he means is he gets excuses from people all of the time saying, Jim, I'm too old. I'm starting to lose my memory. I don't remember things quite in the same way that I used to. Well, guess what? That's a limitation. And when you're fighting for it, what he means is you're labeling yourself as having the thing. Then you get to keep it. But when you dismiss that and you stop giving yourself the bullshit excuses, then it no longer belongs to you. And I think that is just ingenious. So I hope that you take these simple tips and that you apply them and you find at least one thing that you're able to hone in on to help you to better integrate and to learn and to have something that you can carry with you as a a lifelong learner. And um, when you're able to do this, I can promise you it will change your entire world, the way that you operate, the way that you consume content and you take in all information. So I hope you're already having a great day and I'm sending you a long, tight hug from my home to yours.